about the Messi thing. Anything else on the Messi front, Chris, before we move on? No, I'm done. I'm done. I'm falling out. I told you, I never want to bring this guy's name up again. I don't know, man. This Messi thing is just a freaking mess. What a disaster. I don't want to hear this name ever again until it's official. But Welcome to Chris, the Hair on back. Welcome, everybody, to episode number 110 of the Battle Heroes podcast. I am your host, Daniel Granada. Alongside me, as always, Mr. KBD. How are you doing, sir? Listen, at least we got some soccer this week, right? Some football. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, are you really excited about it? I'm not. I'm excited about it. It's good to see our team back in the, in, in the pitch. I'm excited for not, it. I'm really not, excited. It doesn't feel like our team. Like half of them are gone on international duty. The games don't matter anymore. It's a makeup yeah. game. Like I, I don't know. It just it just I don't know. I feel like once we officially got eliminated from the playoffs, my 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 excitement died down. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, I mean, at, uh, but at least it's going to be fun to be able to see these last two games play out, and then you know from there figure out what the hell we're going to watch. Well, that is something I'm, I plan on asking you a little later. What are you going to do? But yeah. before we get into that, uh, we have some news today. Gregory's back, kind of. Yes. Now, I know you're happy about that. We go ahead. We signed them. Was it uh, till 2025 with the option for 2026? Yes. Yeah. And I think it's great. I think it's great that they're investing in into Gregory. I mean, Gregory is a big part of this team. You know, I mean, he's not this year, but yeah, usually. Yeah, typically. I mean, this year he got injured and, you know, we tried to find um, better defensive play elsewhere with Dixon Arroyo, which I thought was kind of grimy. But, you know, it's good to uh, it, it's good to bring bring our boy back in the fold. Everybody's going to go crazy when he starts or when he plays. Right. I would assume so. I mean, I get it. I get why we, we resigned them because he's a stud back there. But he makes DP money. We had to pay buy him down, right, to make space for Busquets. Yeah, I, I I'm okay with David Ruiz growing into that role. I mean, maybe I'm maybe I'm on an island there, right? Because I know Gregory is technically better defensively, but yes, I, I kind of maybe I'm biased towards the homegrowns. But um, I like the way David Ruiz plays in that position. I mean, I think it's good for growth, right? I mean, it's good to be able to see what David Ruiz pans 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 out to be right but i mean mm -hmm. at this point i think it, it'd be great for him to learn from a defensive juggernaut like gregory and i wouldn't uh, say juggernaut I'm, but yeah sure i mean on this team right and then uh, a good distributor in busquets you know you have like sort of both sides of like the cdm role so i mean those are two players to really to really look up to and, and learn from so well, i think I it would be fantastic i uh, okay well, well first of all I need to address this. Gregory and Mota, not better than Ruiz and Kramaki. And and maybe I'm I just I'm not a big Mota guy. Maybe that's what it is. You're not, I really yeah. think I'm not. I, I I don't like I felt like his best form with us was like the two or three games right before he got injured this year. But before that, yeah. I've never been impressed by him. And he's definitely not a CDM, like at all. Right? Gregory is a CDM. Mota is like uh, eight and a half. Like he doesn't know what he's yeah. doing. He, so I don't know. I, I, I'm much more fond of Ruiz and Kremaki. I mean, but you're looking at like the upside of the future, right? That's, that's the no, only I'm reason why. Like right now. I'll take David Ruiz over Mota right now. Like you're talking about skill-wise. You're talking about like what, what they'll contribute I, what to else the. What do you want? So you think that Ben Krem is better Skill-wise, than Jean Mota. Oh, Bruno you just gave you that yellow card, bro. <laughs> I mean, I mean, at I least you got Sean on your side. Sean Callahan's just letting it, letting us know Mota is is trash. Yes. Well, look, I I am with Mike V. Look, I, I I take Ruiz over Mota because I like what Mota. I'm, I'm sorry. Well, Ruiz gives me defensively and offensively. Mota, I mean. He's a great passer, I guess. But, but you're like, making the wrong comparison, though. If you think about it, no, you're not. gonna have to compare David Ruiz to Gregory, and then you're gonna have to compare Mota with Ben Krem, because Ben Krem and Mota are a little bit more offensive minded. 
Okay. Whereas Ruiz and Gregory, they, they kind of chill back sometimes. I mean, okay. aside you're, from you're Ruiz right. being a little bit more offensive-minded. You're right. And and to that point, I'll say fine. I'll, I'll definitely take Gremaki over Mota, 100%, without a doubt. And then the Ruiz-Gregory thing, okay, I'll give it to you right now, this moment. Gregory, like, I, I would prefer him as a six over Ruiz. But if we're talking about a three, four-year contract, I wouldn't mind giving it to Ruiz and letting him grow. And, and I'm, I'm thinking, and obviously, right, like we're going to have more money to play with, right? Sanctions are done. Salary cap might go up. So maybe the money won't be as big of a factor. But Gregory, he gets paid like a DP. And I don't think he plays like one. Like you don't want to put DP money into a CDM. And we already got money into a CDM Busquets, obviously world-class yeah. CDM. Like, I don't know. I, I look, I'm happy to see him back. And you know, it's not my money. If you can figure out how to make it work, Gregory's awesome. But I mean, I, I'd take Ruiz right now. Well, I'd love to see the figures, like how much he got signed to Gregory, because I'd like to know like what 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 is he getting paid in terms of like what what, what where he's gonna fit in the contract. And look at what Tank is mentioning. Mota's one of the most technical players we have with good football IQ. And can also take set pieces. Also, is one of the few that aren't afraid to shoot from outside the box. He is definitely right? not afraid to shoot out from outside the box, which isn't a good thing. I mean, that he's, is a good thing. In his two years, he's made one, one of those. That's it. Just because he could take them doesn't mean he makes them. I am good with him never taking another one again. His IQ, wow. like I said, he he does. He is a, a, a good passer, which is what you want from your midfield, right? You want somebody that can link up passes. But yeah. honestly. Defensively, he gives me nothing. Absolutely nothing. It's not and bad defensively. You, yeah, he's horrible defensively, and you cannot pair him up with Busquets because then there's nobody back there. Nobody. That's why I'd rather have Arroyo back there. I'd rather have Ruiz back there. I, I definitely I'd rather have Gregory back there. Mota contributes nothing defensively. I want nothing to do with Mota unless he has a six already back there. That's why the Gregory-Mota combo kind of worked. Because Mota really didn't have to worry about defending too much, right? He had yeah. the freedom to roam because Gregory was holding it back down there. Uh, look, uh, I, I'm just not a big Mota guy. I, I just what it is what it is. I get it. You're kind of a hater, but like <laughs> when you have when you have a guy that's willing to just go balls to the wall and just blast it from wherever on the field. I mean, I think that's, that's why you like team. him. That's why you like him. I think it's a good trait to have, especially when you got a bunch of guys that don't want to take a shot. Like Robbie Robinson, it's going to his left side. It's a wrap. It's never getting in the back of the net. Well, I mean, yes. I, I guess there's positives to him not being scared to take the shot. It's just yeah. there's a reason why other players don't take the shot because they know they won't make it. He just doesn't realize he won't make it until he takes it and doesn't make yeah. it. Again, I've only seen him make it once. Once. That's it. So, whatever. But, yes, well, I'm glad, I'm glad that, that Gregory's back, here. Yeah, well, look, we're going to need depth. With all the games we're playing next year, we're going to need depth. So all the, the players that we can keep and sign that are contributors, I am all for it. So Gregory's back. Yeah. That's always good. And and it is until uh, with the option of until 2026. So as far as money is concerned, I don't know how many dollars is going to be going to him. I guess that's going to be released later on. But for the most part, 2025 with an option of until 2026 so uh, and uh and mike v chimes and we don't have anyone that shoots from far okay but that's because they're not they're not good at it mota is also not good at it like if he were if it were to constantly get saved by the keeper if he would hit the post of the crossbar like if it would be somewhere on target like yeah good. yeah keep going right you're not gonna make it unless you take it but Field goals. He's never anywhere near. Like, I just don't want to see him do it. Well, and and speaking of contracts, I just want to go over this. And I know we're probably going to save this for, like, another episode here. Um, yeah. If you don't mind me just kind of glossing over all the people go that are it. going to be expiring by the end of this year. Uh, so we got Joseph Martinez. Robert Taylor is also expiring this year. Uyoa is going to expire this year. Robbie Robinson's contract as well. If I'm not mistaken, I think Dixon Arroyo extended. It shows here that he 
has it until the end of the year, but I think that he extended, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Ian Frey also ex- is until the end of this year. Edison Ascona, Ryan Saylor, Felipe Valencia, Cole Jensen, that new goalkeeper that we have. And that's it. That's that's all I see here for the people that are kind of uh, getting their contracts done for this year. Dunzos. Well, we're going to need, obviously, there's going to be a lot of players coming in like every year. Every year in, yeah. in soccer, you get an influx of players coming in and out. Um, I, do you want to talk about the players that you think that are on the way out? Well, I mean, and speaking of players on the way out and on the way in, uh, upside down with Chris is mentioning Suarez and Modric coming. Oof. Those are some those are some things. I mean, the I mean, there's always a possibility upside down always. I, I think that Suarez is coming. Even though I'm not a big fan of him coming, I think he's Ooh. coming just because of his his relationship with Messi and 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 all the guys. So I, I think that's happening. As, even though I'm not a big fan of it, I'm sure he'll score and I'll be happy, but I'm not a big fan of the move. Um, the Modric thing, I don't I don't see that happening. A couple reasons. One, we don't know if they're going to add a DP. And if they yeah. do add a DP... That the MLS DP you're speaking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The MLS. Yeah. And if they do add a DP, it might be one, and that's going to Luis Suarez. Luis Suarez isn't going to come for pennies. Like, he's going to get DP money. Yeah. So, Modric isn't going to come for pennies either. He's going to need a DP contract. So, that's yeah, one reason I don't think he's coming. Two, Modric is pushing like 40. Like, I- I'm not sure how old he is, but he's up there. Like, I get it. Like, he's world-class, and we want world-class players. Yeah. But at some point, like, can we put like an age limit on this? Because... Like, I don't look, he's he's 38. He's 38 years old. So not 40, but he's 38. Like at some point, like when you have players that of are of that age, they're gonna start breaking down. And I don't mean just skill-wise, I mean health-wise. Like, yeah. can we really trust look Suarez with his knees? Look, like Mike V just said, Suarez with his bad knees, because he's on the wrong side of 30, right? He's he's pushing late 30s. Modric also pushing late 30s. Messi, you saw he got injured just now. And he's very durable. He doesn't even run on the pitch, but he got injured. Hey, be Jordi careful. Alba, Jordi Alba, early 30s, <laughs> also got injured just now. Like, that's what happens when you have players that are in their mid to late 30s. Are we really going to keep signing these type of players? Like, I understand that they're world class, but let, let's, let's let's lower the age a little bit, just a little bit. Well, I don't know if you remember, Danny. We did an episode a couple months ago talking about how we want all these viejos out of here. Where we wanted to get younger and not older. Do you remember that episode? For those of I you do. that are watching, if you haven't seen it, go back into the into the archives and check it, it out. Gonna, I know you're not gonna do it, but just in case you guys get bored or okay. whatever. Uh, Ed Barda is is mentioning 30 is the new 40. I hope so, Ed, for all of our sake. Yeah, yeah, I'm pushing 40 <laughs> right now. Well, and and many people mentioning in the comments that Robert Taylor just might be the next Lewis Morgan. If he leaves this team and he becomes a monster, oh, that's gonna that's gonna hurt. That's gonna hurt. But do you don't you don't see that happening? Of course I see con- it happening. When is his contract up? Do you have it in front of this you? This year it says December 31st, 2023. Oh, so he's a free like he he's just he's free to go. Yeah. It I says contract gone. option, the club option one year, apparently. I so think he's I, gone. I, yeah. I mean, he he's got. Let me tell you, I think at this point, it's probably the highest that he's been in all in in a pink jersey, his whole career here, his whole time here. This is like the highest where his value is, right? Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. If you you would have ended the season at the end of League's Cup, it would have been the highest, right? It's maybe taking a little notch down after League's Cup, but man, he was on fire League's Cup. Yeah, he's going to the Premier League. And I'm exaggerating, but yes, you get what I'm saying. Look, I, I don't know who's looking into him, but I am 100% sure that there's a chance that Robert Taylor ends up in Europe after this season. He'll find the home somewhere. Like He's got enough eyes on him right now. They see what he's capable of. We've been calling him Neymar Light for over a year now. Uh, I, I'm, I wouldn't blame him if he goes. Like He, he knows that Turkey. he's not going to get the same well, play with Pozuelo. Yeah. 
he's not going to get the same opportunities now that Farias is there. You know, Luis, uh, Luis Suarez shows up. Campana's yeah. still here playing forward. Messi, you got um, – who else we got? We, it's going to be a slew of players all of a sudden vying for, for forward positions. I, I, I think that he is the odd man out as much as I hate to say that because I like Robert Taylor so much. I think he is underrated, uh, but I do think that he's gone. Yeah, I mean, I, I could definitely see him being gone because, like I said, his 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 value at this very moment is the highest it's ever been and maybe quite possibly the highest it's going to be unless he has, like, a complete banger these next two games, uh, which I, I don't even see that happening because he's, he's going to be off on international duty, if I'm not mistaken. So he'll play so, Saturday maybe. Yeah, yeah. What's up, Richard Greenberg from the north behind the wall? The the thing with uh, Robert Taylor is that for a team that needs depth next year, he's the ultimate utility guy. Like in baseball, you could put him in first base, second base, third base. Yeah, all over uh, the yeah. place. He he plays right back, left back, right wing back, left wing back. He plays left wing, right wing, center forward. I don't know if they've ever put him at striker, but I wouldn't be surprised if they put him out there. Like he can play just about everywhere. So that's the kind of guy you need for what we're about to witness, we're about to go through next year with all those games. Yeah. So I, I wouldn't mm -hmm. be surprised if they try to keep him for those reasons. But I think that he wants to shine, and I think that he realizes that his opportunities to shine are going to become few and far between now that he's fighting oh, yeah. for, for time with all these other players. Well, I think Saturday is going to be nice for him. I think it's going to be a coming out party for him. I mean, I guess we'll talk a little bit about that when we break down some of the Charlotte stuff. Uh, but, you know... I think it's going to be good for him. All right. Well, let, let's go on to the next one, which uh, here, Jean uh, put so eloquently, I don't want Joseph. He is useless. At strong words. I don't think he's useless. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, I've been, I guess, one of the few Joseph fans this year. I know he hasn't produced like we want him. That definitely wasn't the Joseph of 2018. Correct. Yeah. But I think Joseph plays well for what he, he does. Um, oh, you're you're going to get as a, As yeah, I know. As a striker, you want him to finish, so I get it, right? But when you have Messi on the team, and I know before Messi got here, he still wasn't doing anything. I get it. But I, I feel like he was playing well. Like, the, the runs he was making, the the balls he was delivering to Messi or anybody else, I thought that he was playing well. Um, but he wasn't finishing, which is what you ultimately want him to do, so I get it. I don't think he's back. And uh, that's another one that I'm pretty sure is gone. So you think he's, you know what I see, Joseph? I see him being like a, like a, like a MLS journeyman now. I think that's what's going to happen to his career. He's just going to journey around the MLS for teams that are needing like a quick striker fix, like a, like, like a, a Kamara. Like a Kai Kamara? Yeah, like a Kai Kamara. I mean, I, I, that's what I think is going to happen. And he's going to come in and he's going to destroy you. He's, he's, Ryan, he's Ryan Fitzpatrick of football. That's what he's going to be. The Ryan Fitzpatrick of football. For those of you, I'm talking about a quarterback that played American football for like 74 teams. I love Ryan Fitzpatrick, by the way. Um, I do. Yeah, he's awesome. I'll take him right now. If Joseph comes for a TAM deal, would you keep him? That's a good question. For because right now he's a deal? D. Even though we're technically not paying him the DP, he's getting DP money, right? Because Atlanta yeah. picked up that, that bill. If he decides, like, I'll take a pay cut, I just want to keep playing with Messi, would you keep him? Uh, as a backup? I mean, that's, that, as a backup, I would. Yeah, I think so. I mean, you, you're, you, got, you have Scheider Borgelin that's playing in the USL right now. I don't see him coming back. I mean, unless my boy Emerson Rodriguez decides to make a comeback, then you're done. Get out of here, Joseph. Why are you guys using that town. thumbnail of Messi? Because... The season's over. And we're, we're still talking about Messi. Like we said Messi like four times, Grace. And we're going to say it like a couple more times. Messi. Okay. Whoa. I, I, I'm not sure how we're hating on Messi. I, I, we haven't really talked about him too much, but okay. All right. Um, so I, I, would, I wouldn't mind having Joseph back as a, as a backup striker. If he would take a, a pay cut. I'd be down to have Joseph back. And you were just talking about, and for, for Grace, saying that we're haters, we were just talking about how well Messi and, and Joseph started looking, playing together. So, yeah. 
I mean, I don't know. I don't know where the hate comes from, but I don't know either. I, don't, I um, missed it. it went right over, right over. I I'm okay with Joseph coming back if he were to take a cheaper deal, but I don't think he will. So I, I really do think Luis Suarez ends up here. I think Campana and him end up being the two strikers. I don't know if they'll play a two-striker set. Probably not, but that would yeah. be interesting to see. Uh, Farias obviously staying. Messi staying. Um, Busquets, Jordi Alba. Ben Krem's going to have t- time. Gregory's obviously here. Miller. I, mean, I, 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 I think we'll get some new players. Maybe Luis Suarez, maybe one other like decent name. But for the most yeah. part, I think a lot of our our team we're gonna see back next year. Yeah, I mean no, most definitely. And the best part about it is, is that that's gonna be able to help us next year with like the cohesiveness. Uh, instead of having all of these like new other other new pieces that are coming onto the team, uh, the good thing is, is look, like like we mentioned before in other in other shows, right? I mean. This year, it's it's it wasn't necessarily like a, a, a boom or bust year, right? Whatever we got no. this year is is kind of like on the house, I guess. Especially the way the year started. Um, yeah. And Caridia, Caridi, I'm sorry, uh, said looking at Argentina, the way they play, precision passing is something to improve in this team. I oh, agree. Sure. I, I agree we need to, especially Kremaki is great, but sometimes he just, he turns the ball over a lot and I get it. We need a better midfield as far as connecting passes. Yeah. But when you play or when you play in a league in which they have a salary cap, which I don't think is going to go away, I yeah. mean, you do the best you can. Like if we could get like a Modric and then have a Busquets there with a Messi, could you imagine that we're midfield? Gonna... Like we, we, we'd be great, but we're not going to be able to afford all that with Luis Suarez up top. Like that would be a dream. But, you know, in this league, you, you can't afford that. Well, um I... Yeah, I mean, some of these guys are going to want more than a burger and fries. Come yeah, on, guys. and then, and do we think that? I think that the the rules are going to change, but not drastically, because yeah. I think that the appeal to this league is that there is parity. So you're going to have good teams, but then a team that's on the bottom last year could all of a sudden be in the top next year, and yeah. it, that's how it is in just American sports in general. We, we want parity. Teams that think. We don't want anybody to go into a season thinking we have no chance, right? So for the most part, they like that. And because of that, I think they might increase the salary a little bit. I think they might add a DP. But I don't see this in any way changing drastically. Like, I don't think they're going to get rid of the salary cap altogether. Like, if they were to do that, that would be insane. But I I highly doubt that anything like that happens. Well, I mean, let's let's talk a little bit about what could possibly bring those – well, do you want to get to this comment where Tank is mentioning that we need Alan Ruiz and Kermaki as young super subs to exhaust the opposing teams in the final 30 minutes? Well, you know, I, I, mean, I, I love that. Fullbacks yeah. generally, especially in this in this uh in this scheme that that Tata plays, they're dead. Like they usually get subbed off at some point. I would love yeah. Noah Allen coming in for Jordi Alba late in the games. And then the whole Kermaki and Ruiz, I, I agree. Kremaski, I think, has looked his best when he's come on as a sub. That's yes. when he's looked his best. When he is full of energy, everybody's 60 minutes in, and they're starting to, to get tired, and then he's just running all over the place. I think yeah. Kremaski will be a great super sub right now. And then uh, same thing with David Ruiz. I agree with Tank. I think that those three coming in as young subs next year, if they can add veteran pieces to, into the starting 11 consistently, right? Because, because we're going to play so many games, Kremaski, Allen, Ruiz, they're all going to start a lot of games also. Because there's going to be a lot of rotation going on. But in those big games, I would love to see them come on on subs. Oh, well, look at this. Mike V is mentioning LGP's contract with River is over. With Ribed. I don't see. I don't think we see him again. He's coming back. Yeah, he's gone. Forget no, about it. Right. And we got Aviles. Like, I mean, Aviles is going to grow into to the starting role over Kristoff. I, I think Kristoff stays. I think that he... Yeah, I think that he, I think that he'd be okay with playing a backup. I, I don't, I don't know where else he can be able to get money. Um, and and on top of that, you know, with everything that was going on in Ukraine, I imagine that this is a a, a pretty nice place for him. You know, comfortable yeah, for right. himself he, and his family. Yeah, he, he brought his family over. That's right. Yeah. So I think, uh, I think for him, he's he's probably going to be looking at this a, a little bit more than just the dollars, right? Yeah. It's a little bit more about the quality of life. So, yeah, I think you have a point there. 
now I, I want to mention how we're going to get some eyes on this team because we're going to China, baby. And yeah. the China tour is coming. And I put up a picture. I have it here. And we're going to be going to two different locations. I can't really read it from here. And I'm not even going to try to read it because then I might Please get don't. canceled. <laughs> so we're going to be. So apparently, let me see, because now I need glasses. We're going to be playing November 5th November, and November 8th. Yes. Three games. I mean, two games. Yeah, two games. And I wonder what what time is that going to be at? Like, like, I think it's like at three in the afternoon. We're going to be like. Are we going to be watching this like while we're asleep? Three in the morning. I thought I, I thought I had seen somewhere that the times. It was definitely early in the day. It was early in the day, and um, I don't know if we'll be doing post game reactions to that. I don't even know if we can see the game. Right? Where would we even watch? No. This? I, well, that's gonna that's gotta be on <laughs> Apple. That's gotta be on Apple. And and Danny, you're laughing at Richard Greenberg's comment. Battered Heron's road trip. Listen, Richard, if you can be able to finagle like a private jet for us, by all means, we're all taking the road trip. No, it's funny. My 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 brother was supposed to go out to Japan, um, and he was really had his fingers crossed that that coincidentally into Miami would end up in Japan somehow while he was there. Uh, yeah. No such luck. Um, uh, this is obviously man, I don't want to say money grab, but this is going to be a lot of money in in this whole tour. Oh, for like, sure. Have you seen the way uh, China the when the NBA players go to China, how they react? When Kobe used oh, to yeah, go, it's, it's a shit LeBron's show. out there. It, it is crazy, crazy. They're going to be walking around yeah, like absolute rock stars. And I, it's going to be insane. It's going to be a cool experience for the young kids. And, um, you know, and, and they're, they're going to – look, we're out of the playoffs. They're going to get, what, two games in in November. After that, they won't play another game until, like, what, January or so? January, February. So, I mean, I, I like it. I like it. it the, the team's going to make mad bread off of it. You know, I, I can't hate on it. Well, and I, I, I'm I'm just taking the time while you're sort of filibustering here just to see who is on the roster for these two teams. And, I mean, I don't know if you – I don't know if you guys have, have looked at the rosters here, chat. Um, I mean, I'm not going to try to say a lot of these names. I'm just going to let you guys know right now. So you're going to have to just hit Google – um there are some players like uh did you, did you that, expect to recognize uh -huh. any of those names uh i actually did recognize on on the team that says uh what is this chengdu rongcheng uh there's felipe the forward for brazil i did recognize that name okay and and there's a guy named andrigo who's also brazilian and i recognize that name other than that, uh, I mean, in the other team, I believe that there's also a Brazilian that I, I recognize. I think that one is the better team. The first team that we're playing, King Dao. Guys, I can't believe I tried to say these names. I mean, this is this is crazy. We're talking footballs and pitches. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if these teams are any good. If this is going to be like the Harlem Globetrotters of like soccer at this point, like we're just going to destroy them. So we're basically playing two Washington Generals. Uh, yeah, maybe. I mean, if, if we get our butt kicked, I'm sure it's a bad look. Oh, my goodness. That would be bad. There's no way. These guys are going to get paid off, right? No, this is not going to be I mean, these off. are friendly. We we're paying them off. We should be able to beat them. Now, when you think about China and all the warehouses and how, how so many things are made in China. Yeah. You imagine all the pink jerseys out there? Oh, my. This, that China is going to be whatever city that they're in is going to be pink for those two days. Yeah, yeah, like pink. Every, yeah, it's going to be crazy. And the guys that are outside of Inter Miami uh, Stadium, you guys got nothing because China's going to be out in droves for sure. Yeah. Uh, do you guys know when the Champions League starts? Uh, I am not a hundred percent sure. I, I want to say January of twenty twenty four, but don't quote me on that. I do know that Inter Miami is already into the round of 16 i believe because they won the because they won league's cup so we skipped the first round so even if it starts in january inter miami won't play later on until later on um let's see 
I saw a couple of new things. February 17th is in the Newells. Okay, so the new boys, the that that team that uh, Messi used to play for, that that friendly we got in yeah. February. That's another game. Look, we're gonna get promoted everywhere. Like Inter Miami is doing a good job of promoting itself everywhere. So yeah. it, it's Inter Miami has, in a span of, I mean, obviously we kind of knew it was gonna happen, but it's become a global brand, and they're just pushing it even more with the trip to China, trip out to to Argentina. That, that, it, it, we are we are global baby well that's kind of what the idea was with all of this and and that's one thing that for sure was i i imagine in the idea for the moss brothers that this is really where they want to go ahead and get the global brand started they want everybody to get on this so i mean kudos to them they made the right moves in order to do that all right, I'm trying so, to see uh, when when we start the Concacaf uh, Champions uh, uh, Cup, but the, the I can't date, find the, the date anywhere. The, the dates haven't been decided. If you want, go ahead and look at last year's schedule, see when the first game was, and that'll give you an estimate. Um, Chris, while you were looking that up, I am going to throw a, a question your way. Leonardo here said we have to get rid of Tata Martino. He's not the answer. Do you agree? I, I mean, look with Tata Martino, like. I, you're asking me, and I'm going to tell you, not just as a Phil Neville lover or supporter, but, like, if you're bringing on, like, the Phil, if you're bringing on, like, a top-tier football coach, I would expect him to do better than what he did this year without Messi. Like, if you don't have Messi playing, I don't care if it's Messi or not. Like, I think you need to do a little bit better. You need to be better. You're Tata Martino. When right? did he? When did he? He didn't have much of a chance to coach without Messi. Messi was out. How many games was was Messi out? He I was out like you... what? I think it was um, like four games, five games. Okay. So like those are critical games that if we would have won, would, then we would, would you... be in a different place right now. Yeah. Would you say that when he knew Messi was coming? he fixed his tactics and everything the way they played in the little bit of time. Because remember, he didn't have much time to prepare. He hasn't had an offseason or anything. He was building things as the season went on. Would you say that he kind of set this team up to work around Messi and Jordi Alba coming up the left side? Uh, I mean, how hard is it to like put your very, team to very work, hard to work very together hard. with the greatest soccer player of possible history? Okay, but you, but, but exactly, but once you miss that and Jordi Alba, all of a sudden, doesn't it become kind of difficult to be like, all right, 18-year-olds, come on, pick up the slack. Do better. Okay. Do better. Like, this isn't Phil Neville. This isn't your first, like, uh, you know, Phil Neville, this was his first opportunity to coach, like, a league team. Wasn't this is it? what I'm going to do, Chris. I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to make a shirt. That says, show some fucking respect and put Tata's face on it. I mean, why? He gets tons because of respect from you, everybody. You're not giving Every, him respect. I'm not going to give him respect. And Leonardo's not giving him any respect. No, get out of here, man. Leonardo, you you know what? You get the dime a day, bro. You get dime a day. He's been disappointed with, 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 with Martino's tactics. Listen. Uh, look, and 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 Gis and Guschecki is saying Chris he needs preparation. Let's wait until next year. I want you to understand something, guys. For those of you that are coming after Messi, uh, and I applaud you guys, great. But before Messi came, we had Phil Neville as a coach, and nobody gave him any time. The moment that we started failing, no, no two one. years, two years wasn't enough. It was four. It was a, a six-game losing streak last year, and two separate six-game losing streaks this year. That's not enough. But you know what? He did decent without uh, a Messi. Decent? He did decent, yeah. I mean, we also had Basuelo that came in last season halfway. But you we said had... that they got to figure it out, even if their star players well, injured. Figure it out. Figure it out. Do better. Well, Dr. Martino, who's coached, better. who's coached several, uh, not just not just Messi, but he's coached several guys that are like hall of famers top tier players top tier teams he's won a championship and you're gonna tell me this is the best you could do without Messi, tata get out of here get out 
Come on. He won League's Cup. I mean, no. Messi won League's Cup because you have Messi. Like, if you have Messi. How many games games that Messi didn't start did they have the lead? All of them. So, I give this comment, Danny. I give some credit. Read this comment. Held to a higher standard. Give him the offseason. Give him two years like Phil Neville had. If if all of a sudden next year he comes in and then Messi goes down for a month or two, hopefully not knock on wood, but let's say he goes down for a month or two, okay, then Tata, yeah, you had a whole offseason. You, you, you've set this team up. This is your vision. You better figure this shit out. But right now, like when did he have any trainings? It was games every three days for the last two months. Like, I think you guys are being uh, way too harsh. Boo-hoo. I mean, Phil Neville had to deal with that. No, he didn't. Phil Neville had to listen. Uh, as a manager, okay, listen. This he he coached Barcelona. <laughs> okay, he coached Argentina, Atlanta United for three years, won a championship, coached Mexico, Newell's old boys. Okay, like, come on. This guy's had a managerial career for the last, like, 30-plus years. So respect it. Get out of here. You had Sergio Busquets still leading your team, Papa. I don't know. Do I think, better. I think you're, I think you're way better. off base. I think that Atlanta game, they would have won if it's not for that phantom goal and that own goal. I, I think that they, you're not giving him enough credit. And then he, yes, and then he got sacked in Mexico. But Mexico sucks. Look, what what have they done since he left? That the, the country, the players, they're really bad right now. They're going through a really rough patch where they just have. Bizarro was on that team. Oh my God, this is the best comment of all time, Sean. And I'm gonna read it just word by word, quote unquote. He has three of the best players in their position from the past two decades and can't make the playoffs in a league where half the league makes it. Bravo to you, my friend. No, I mean, Sean, that was a stupid comment, Sean. That was a stupid comment, Sean. No, no, no. That was a stupid comment. That is amazing, Sean. How many points were they behind? It's it's not like he he started and and all the teams that you're talking about, that half the teams make it, all of a sudden they're starting from the same position and he wasn't able to get more points than another nine teams. They were starting from really far behind. So, no, don't give me that crap that he couldn't make a, the playoffs in a team where, or in a league where half the teams make it. They were in a big-ass hole. Do better. Oh, my God. Do better. No. Ta-ta. You're talking to Sean. You're talking to Sean because that was a horrible comment. Do better because, I mean, you, could, you had opportunities, okay? Mm-hmm. You had opportunities. You didn't win me over. All right. I got my so, eye on you. All right, so uh, I guess we, we could go talk about uh, another team that's fighting to make it, but um, critical, critical losses. Charlotte, we got two games against Charlotte. Yeah. I'm not excited about them. Chris apparently is. We don't know who's playing right now because half the team is gone, and uh, we have nothing to play for. I guess play the young guys, right? Is, do you think Busquets plays? You think Jordi Alba? Well, Jordi Alba might be healthy now. I don't think I don't think any of the older guys I wouldn't play, play any of them. I don't think what? any of the older guys play. I think I think at this point, just throw all the young bucks out there, let them get in, in reality. I think that these next two games is the perfect time to put players that their contracts are getting close to ending, or uh you want some eyes on players that you want to get out. So that's what I think is gonna happen. That's really what I think is going to happen. I, I agree. I, I and, and Sean, I, I did believe, but you know, um, I um, I I'm not looking forward to these games, and it's and it sucks because even when we were on an 11 game losing streak, I still wanted to watch the team, but like I don't know, maybe it's because the season has, has felt like it was like more than a year long, and yeah. it felt like every three days we had a game, which was awesome but exhausting at some point because now there's literally nothing to play for. And it's like, and then another thing, it's a Wednesday and they moved the start to eight o'clock instead of seven. Yeah. That's, that's brutal. Like you killed me. Like 
it's hard enough to make it on a weekday, but now you made it even later. Like, I don't know. I, I don't think I'm going to be making it out there. I don't know. They could have made it a seven o'clock start, seven thirty, like usual. Eight o'clock. It's like Jesus Christ, man! What are you guys doing? Well, and the worst part is, is that they do it for like a pointless game. It's not like this game really matters. Like yeah. maybe if you, maybe if this game mattered, then eight o'clock, I guess, would be better because then you want to make sure you get people out there. But like, dude, game doesn't matter. It I mean, maybe for Charlotte, yeah, yeah, for Charlotte, because Charlotte, what they got thirty nine points if they get. If they scratch out two wins, they can possibly hop best. over and, mm -hmm. and, and they can get the eighth spot, depending on what, yeah. what happens with other teams. So, Do you care about playing spoiler? Because I, I, me personally, I don't care about the whole spoiler role, but some people like that. Well, I know I know that there's some people that, that are in our community that dislike Charlotte big time. Really? And so I am, yeah, there's, uh, there's some people and I want to make sure that if we do play spoiler, uh, that Charlotte does get the business. Because, I mean, at this point, like, who else are you taking your anger out on? What, you want Charlotte to win up against us? And, like, who, like what else is happening? I think, I think uh, spoiler or not, I think that it's going to be fun to watch two more games. I mean, it's just fun to see your team. And we might see our team without some of the older players. So uh, it's going to be fun for a lot of the old-time fans. Uh, that want to see their, their their guys play out the rest of the season. So, yeah, I mean, I'm usually into that. But and Mike V's already Mike, Mike V's already selling his tickets, so he could try to pay for the new season tickets. Oh, now you're trying to open up a completely different kind of worms. Uh, and shout out to Joker. He got his believe shirt. I mean, I tried. I tried to believe, but we can believe again next year. We can believe again next year. But hit up the the batterfans.com. Um, yeah, again, like we we considered having somebody on to preview the game, but then I thought I really don't give a fuck. Like, <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, what are we gonna talk about? Like, I don't really care how they could beat us or how how we could beat them because, like, whether we win or lose, it doesn't really make a difference. So. I don't know. I mean, I think it's I think it'd be nice to see our team get two more wins, right? I mean, just to just to feel better about the end of the season. And then especially if you play without Busquets, Alba, and Messi. I mean, that would that would make a lot of the hardcore fans uh very you happy. And for those Yeah, I was go ahead. Say, that's a great point. That's a great point because hypothetically we have nothing to play for, but Charlotte has everything to play for. Yeah. So hypothetically, let's say we win one or we win both games with just young players. That is a good look. That that does take that's a good strong end to the season. That does make yeah. you feel optimistic about what you have on the pitch because you're playing against a team that's trying to make the playoffs and that is literally playing for something. They're going all out to win this game. So I, I'm with you. you. You know what? You changed my mind, Chris. You changed my mind. I yeah, man. And. And you know what's got me looking forward to this game is is that and the atmosphere. Everybody's gonna have fun because it's you know it's it's back to like the roots. Oh, I'm still not going. Some of the home. yeah, but I mean you know a lot of people are gonna enjoy it. It's gonna go back to its roots sort of deal before Messi. Uh, we're gonna see some homegrown players. And for those of you that are kicking it in the chat and watching tonight, thank you guys so much for checking in. And do us a favor, just you know, get that get that workout with the thumb, just like and subscribe and all that stuff. And Chris, you know do me and do me and, and Gusetti here a favor and stop talking about that. I I will because he's out of here. He's done to me. Might as well have uh, Morales coach the team for the next two games. He's he's a great he's a great coach, right? Ooh, yes, Sean. Thank you. If Tata pulls off the win against Charlotte, would you start believing in Tata? That's a good that's a good observation there, Sean. I actually like that. That's a great question. And if he does pull out the win without any of the just one out of the two, because it's two games. If he pulls nah, out nah, one nah. out I of need, the two, I need both. I need both. I need that's both. Bullshit. That's bullshit. Be be big, Tata. Be big. <laughs> be bold. So Get out of here. Oh, that's bullshit. If he gets one of those with, with the young guns against a team that's playing their heart out to make the playoffs, you gotta give him some credit for that. He couldn't even get us to the playoffs with Busquets, bro. Couldn't even get us to the playoffs with Busquets. Busquets and now is I'm supposed to give a him, defender. Now, 
now I'm supposed to give him brownie points because he's going to win two gimme games at the end of the year with 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 homegrowns that they're are, any, they're are still good. But gimme games, anything but gimme games. Ah, get out of here. Nah. All right, uh, let's see. Where, where... Okay, so two Charlie games going. I mean, you got me to maybe care a little bit. Now I'm kind of curious to see if Delta can pull this off because that'd be pretty cool. So yeah. obviously I'll be watching. I don't think I'm going to make it to the game though because I'm not driving an hour north to watch a game that doesn't matter with who knows who's playing and then drive yeah. an hour back south. So I'll probably be watching it from home. But once this game is over, Saturday is over, and the season is officially done, what are you going to fill your time with? Because we've had a lot to do, a lot to talk about over the last couple months, and all of a sudden it just disappears for two or three months what are we doing well i mean uh, well before i before i give you my answer i have a question to you and to everybody else in the chat are you guys even interested in the playoffs the mls playoffs are you guys even interested in watching without inner miami in it i'll give you i'm my interested answer. in I, that i don't i i i watch if if i know that there's a game on and i'm just sitting on the couch i'll put it on but I'm not going out of my way to watch the playoffs when Inter Miami's not there. No. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, other than that, I mean, there's American football going on right now. Uh, your your New York Jets, what are they, 3-3 three and three right now? Yep. Joe if Kerr. If anybody's a, a Jets fan, we got a battered Jets fans uh, show. Joe Kerr right here bringing up the battered Fins fans show. Uh, we got, if you're into basketball, we got the battered Heat fans coming. Uh, actually, we're going to premiere an episode later this week. So that show's getting started. Battered Marlin fans just dropped an episode earlier today. So you can get, keep getting your battered fans uh, content going. I mean, we're not stopping either. But if you if you if you're in the mood to listen to some other sports, we got some other stuff cooking also. Yes. So I mean, American football would be my my quickest option. But I'm actually looking forward to kind of catching some series that I haven't uh, been able to catch up on. So. Uh, I, I've been slacking in the streaming area. So, and Tank is mentioning here that he's still going to root for his old teams a little bit. Who are your old teams, I mean, Tank? Just out of curiosity, I will tell you one thing that I that I do usually do once the MLS season's over. I finally start paying attention to the European season a little more because once uh, I because I, I, I mean I need my soccer fix, right? My football fix. So once this yeah. uh, the Inter Miami season's over. Then I finally started paying attention to the EPL, La Liga, and Champions League again. And that's what I'll probably be doing to fill my uh, my soccer fix. So, yeah. That, you, well, you need to get into the European League a little more. I do. I need to watch it for sure. And, uh, and, and not only that, but one thing I wanted to mention is the USL, I think they're going to be starting their playoffs. And Miami FC... As far as I know, I mean, they lost their last game. I mean, this isn't a Miami FC, uh, you know, podcast or anything like that. But they didn't make their playoffs either. Look at that. Miami taking a shit. Same year. Can't even get your Miami football fix unless it's American football, baby. No, it's still early in the season, but for sure, it looks like they're going to make the playoffs. They're, they're probably Super Bowl favorite. Oh, man, Tank, you're all over the place with your fandom. Fusion, I LA Galaxy, saw. Sounders, and Orlando. I saw Whoa. that. Uh, that's, that's insane. Yes, and uh, EPL is on a break this week, right, but uh, they come back. Uh, if anybody's wondering, which I don't know if they are or not, but I'm just going to put it out there. I think Chris put it out there a couple weeks ago. I am a Real Madrid fan. So when it comes to La Liga, I watch them. And because EPL is so popular, and that's all anybody ever talks about, I decided to pick up an EPL squad a couple of years ago, maybe 15 years ago, and that would be Manchester United, which is horrible at the moment. But those would be the two teams that I follow over there in Europe. So there you go. I actually wanted to be like a Manchester City fan, but then I started noticing that everybody was like, oh, of course you want to be a Manchester City fan. Of course like, you want to be a Manchester City. Like, the same reason you're at LAFC. Well, oh, that's my worst conference team. No, because, LA, uh, LA Gala, yeah, the LAFC. But I like that because of Carlos Vela, not because they're, like, awesome. I think Carlos Vela is a really good player. Okay. Well, and then you like Man City because they're just well, always I winning. 
I don't like them yet. I have to like figure out a little bit more about the EPL before I start picking a team. But like that was the team I initially was like, I think I want to like this team. Right? I think Raheem Sterling's on that team. I don't know if he's still there. Like, like I said, I'm, I'm about to jump into the EPL now. But Raheem yeah, Sterling was a baller, and he was there. I know that's that, that's our, our friend Romain. That's his his boy. Yes, and I don't want to be like a top team lover either. Well, there you I'm go. Okay, I'm okay with like getting in the dirt and liking one of these like that's lower right. level teams. Right. So I figure Raheem Raheem Sterling went to Chelsea. I remember Romain and Wilson were talking about that. So yes, oh, Raheem yeah, Sterling yeah. went over to Chelsea. That's uh, that's Wilson's team. Oh my God, Sean! You want to make me a Serie A team? Like, isn't there only like three good teams in that in that in that league? Uh, Juventus, uh, AC Milan, and Inter Milan. I mean, Juventus is like the that that team, right? They're like the it top was team. it was for a while, yeah. Oh, and, and we're randomly talking about uh, other soccer, which you know, by the way, I don't. Oh, and Roma, thank you, Tank. I forgot about Roma. Uh, I don't mind uh talking world football is just you know we need chris to get into it but um, i'll get it i'll get into it guys but i'm gonna sound like a freaking like an idiot for sure i'm not gonna have no idea what i'm talking about yeah but it's fun it's definitely fun and uh mike v just put out there Pulisic went to ac milan and also he is balling in ac milan and thank you sean also mentioned napoli is another team in italy that we forgot to mention yeah, I mean, so, there's a lot of five, five squads, I guess. I mean, I, I'll get into European so- European football at some point, guys. But, you know, a lot of people that watch these leagues like they really care so deeply about their football. So, like, if I just hiccup in the wrong direction, I might get punched in the face. No, I mean, uh, the thing is, people watch this and they're. At least if they watch us right now, they know where you're coming from and, and they're a little more forgiving. Now, when you have those random people that just randomly click on the video and they're like, oh, what the fuck? What are you guys saying? You know, that's, yeah, that's different. But if it's the people that, that usually watch us, I, I'm sure they'll be forgiven if you make a hiccup here or there. Yeah. Look, I, like I said, I, I, I love watching all soccer, um, football. But uh, when it's a Miami season's on, it kind of takes most of my attention, mostly because we do this podcast, really. So yeah. I, I it takes almost, almost my attention, but it's fun, man. And you know what the best thing is? That you wake up on a Saturday morning and it's on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's all day. It, it, it's awesome because it's, it's Saturday morning. Go ahead. You watch that and, and you're chilling. Like it's, it's, It takes up your Saturday morning. When I work on Saturday morning, sometimes I put the games on. Or I'm work, like it's, it's a really cool thing to get into. And if you're not going to get into anything else, whether it be said, yeah, or La Liga, at least get into EPL, right? Like, I started with Real Madrid because I, coincidentally, that was the first game I went to. I went to a Real Madrid versus Chelsea game. I watched Ronaldo hit a free kick. My seats were, like, right there. And, you know, all right, Real Madrid is it for me. But um, when I saw how popular EPL was, I was like, man, I got to get into this somehow. And because I knew that Ronaldo used to play for uh, – uh, Manchester United. I was like, eh, I'll, I'll ride with Manchester United, which was a horrible mistake, by the way, because they are, they've been a battered Red Devils like podcast should be made. It's just, yeah, I don't have anybody, sure. that, anybody that's also a Manchester United fan, but that would be, uh, that would be a fun battered podcast to make. And we, we're, uh, we're completely off topic, by the way. Yeah, I'll, I'll get into the EPL. I'll, I'll, I'll get into footballs and, and pitches. I'll do all that. I probably listen on radio so I can see what kind of verbiage they use for stuff. I will tell you one thing, and I know we're—I'm sorry—and I apologize if anybody listened, tuned in just to listen to Inter Miami. And then we kind of went off on a tangent. But um, one thing that I love about the EPL is the stadiums. I don't know why. Oh, I just—I I I love to a game. I I am dying to go to Old Trafford. The theater of dreams. Oh man, I'm telling you. Like when when I play uh, uh, FIFA and I do the whole ultimate team, the first thing I purchase is my stadium. I purchase Old Trafford. So um, again, random random stuff that we're here talking about. But um, but yeah, it, it's really cool. Um, and you know, I just uh, I, I enjoy EPL. So I'm looking forward to to when they come back. Uh, Manchester United's first game back is against Man City, I believe. 
Mm. So uh, there you go, you front runner mother. I I didn't say I'm the fan of their team yet. Okay, I'm I'm still like open for business here. I'm a free agent fan. So, Chris, and by the way, have have any of you guys? Oh my God, what, what, Lutton Town? Have you seen the Lutton Town Stadium, Chris? Isn't there like a talking? there's like a backyard in one of the entrances or something <laughs> like that? Like it's, it's so amazing. Like they need to uh, that that they need to make sure that they stay in the top tier. Because I do not want them to get relegated. Because I yeah. want to see the top team and the top players in the world go play in that stadium. Like it's yeah. so awesome, 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 awesome. So if if you haven't gone, Google Luton Town's uh, stadium or entrance, and it is wild. It looks like it's when they're walking into that back entrance. It looks like they're in a backyard. It is so awesome. Yeah. Um, well, that person's it, never selling their house. Uh, and Richard Greenberg asked, when is Battered Hair on the podcast going on a hiatus? Uh, we don't plan on going on a hiatus technically, right? We were dropping two, three, sometimes five episodes a week at one point or a couple months yeah. ago. We're, we're probably going to slow it down to maybe once a week. Uh, well, things are slow. Maybe pick it up back again in January. So for now, we'll probably slow down to once a week. Um, we'll be here for the post game on Wednesday. Yeah, and we and we're like I said, I if if I knew and if any of you guys are interested in talking EPL, I mean I I, I love all that stuff. So, you know, maybe we'll, we'll we'll jump in on some some EPL if Chris gets into it and some other stuff. Uh, but yeah, at this point we're just gas bagging here, Chris. So uh, yeah, any final thoughts or anything else you want to say? It's time to get that dub on Wednesday mm-hmm. and that dub on Saturday. And hopefully we can give a little bit more respect to Tata for being a Hall of Fame coach that just can't do it with Sergio Busquets to get us in the playoffs. I mean, I don't know what else to tell you. Oh, and I'm sorry. I just need to thank you, Keith. Uh, St. Louis City SC fan here. And you are all the best podcasts out here. Nice mix of those random conversations into Miami MLS talk. We really appreciate that, Keith. Uh, You know, we're we're on – we're not reporters. We don't have a media pass, which is really, really cool because I, they don't even pay for their tickets, right? They just get to go to the games and have yeah. those nice seats. But, um, but, you know, we're just out here to have fun, and we love our team, and we appreciate you sticking out around with us and, and joining in on the fun. And St. Louis, you guys are looking pretty good. You got the – you got. I know I always say Drake Callender is one of the best. They literally have the best keeper in the league. So, um, you know, good luck with and that. And they got Indy. Awesome first. Ugh. <laughs> Awesome first season for you guys. So that's awesome. your boy, baby. Yeah, two goals uh, in like five minutes. Guys, a beast. Yeah, and look, and look, we're, we're look. We we love talking soccer. So and Chris has loved falling in love more and more with the sport. So you know, maybe yeah. we'll, we'll expand to some other things. For so you know, for now, we'll see you guys on Wednesday after that game, and we're gonna keep talking. Uh, you know, want to do some cool stuff. Maybe throw a little FIFA in there here and there. So uh, tournaments, I don't know. We're, we're, we just want to have fun. That's all we want to do. So um, any final thoughts, Chris? I think I might have asked you that already once, but I'm throwing it out there again. You did, but I'll just tell you again. I don't want to see Tata lose these games. If not, I'm firing him. Oh, come on. He loses uh, two games, he's fired. All right. And then, uh, and, and man, I got to throw out another one. Connor, appreciate you. Uh, crew fan here. I was introduced to the pod from my friends over at Wiseman Podcast. Fun in love with the show. Hope you guys... Tune in. Uh, oh, we appreciate you, Connor. We really do. All right. Um, and we look, the, the battered network is oh continuing to grow. Like I told you, we got the Heat podcast. If anybody here is a Miami Heat fan, uh, I do a, a battered Nets fans, but I know that that fan base is of like a total of five people. So I know you guys probably don't want to tune into that. Chris refuses to do a battered Knicks fans, even though he likes that horrible team. You know, but we're going to keep expanding, and hopefully you guys uh, come along for the ride. Uh as always, good, go ahead. No, the good thing is about the future, you just never know. I mean, Richard Greenberg's mentioning here uh, to do weekly FIFA card updates. I might find a way to be able to record. Awesome. I'll record myself playing FIFA, and I'll just sit there, talk for like five minutes. We'll put it like TikToks or whatever. Dude, and, you know how, how much money people make? This Like if you go on YouTube and you put like – FIFA tutorial. It's not even FIFA anymore, right? It's EAFC. If you put like tutorial or something like that, there's people that literally make money just like showing you like, hey, this is how you, I don't know, lob a pass. And yeah, they get like millions of views because the people just want like, this is how you lob the pass. Hit the square button. Like it's yeah. wild. And on Twitch and 
man, like you're 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 missing out here, Chris. And we're getting some love from Homestead, of course. Got to show some love from Homestead. And yes, Dennis, the Knicks. He was right. He didn't hesitate. The Knicks, Look, baby. As you can tell, he's he's embarrassed by his Knicks fandom because he refuses to do the podcast. Oh but you know that, that's here. that's a story for another day. But yes, and if you if you want to listen to the Heat one, we're gonna come on. Uh, later this week and uh, i'll be announcing it on the twitter pages so if you are listening on audio we apologize for randomly going on a tangent for the last like 10 to 15 minutes but we appreciate you listening all the way to the end please leave us a five-star review comment subscribe all that other good stuff and if you are watching on youtube thank you for watching all the way to the end we appreciate you sticking around uh and again as always if you were part of the chat you guys always are the best part of the show we appreciate you hanging out with us for the last hour please like and subscribe and on Wednesday, we should be back for the post game of a pointless game. Yes. But if we win, you better put some respect on Tata's name. As always, until the next one, have a good one.